Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello again, and welcome to Charles Kelly Money Tips. Now, I've talked about these sort of recession signs before, but I'm seeing more and more signs of recession coming up in the news and the media. And, you know, I don't want to be a sort of doom and gloom person and, and someone that is always talking about recession. I mean, Zig Ziglar once said that the media had predicted 19 out of the last three recessions. But you can't ignore things that are happening. You can't just sort of close your eyes and say everything's going to be fine, all think positive and nothing will go wrong. Because I, I see signs all around me and more stories have been flagged up in recent media reports, prompting fears that I have of a looming recession. Today in the Financial Times, they, they reported, and this was came out last week as well over the weekend, at the end of last week, that the Federal Reserve Bank of New York injected 66 billion, 66 billion, that's 66,000 million dollars into short term lending markets on Monday building on a series of operations from last week to support markets after a severe bout of turmoil. So something's going on underneath. Now you won't hear this on the regular news, but it's there. And when it becomes a story, then it, then it really is going to be worrying. And the cost of overnight cash borrowing in exchange for U.S. Treasuries, known as repurchase agreement, soared last week, pushing the main interest rate targeted by the Federal Reserve out of target range. Now, in English, that means there's, there's a lot of trouble going on there. And uh, the Fed has had to intervene in the market for the first time in a decade. Now, you, let me just repeat that. Forget about all the technical stuff. And hi to everyone coming on here. But the Fed, the Federal Reserve, like the Central Bank of America, had to intervene in the market for the first time in a decade on Tuesday, right? So that means it's having to put pump money into the market to avoid a problem for the first time in a decade. Now, what happens at every decade on average? Right, there's a recession. Every decade on average, there's a recession, sometimes a bit longer, sometimes a bit sooner. And I don't think we've come out of the last recession, 2008-9, right? That's a decade, 10 years ago. And that's the first time the Fed have had to intervene in the market in a decade. I'll keep repeating myself like a broken record here, but I want to drum that home. And it's subsequently continued to inject a daily cash injection of, wait for it, $75 billion. That's $75,000 million. So you've got a million times a thousand is a billion. And it's then 75 times that has been injected into the markets. That's from the FT.com. Look it up yourself if you don't accept what I'm saying. Then we had a report in the Times today, central bank warnings after the Bank for International Settlements, whoever they are, warned of a troubling rise in negative yield in bonds, which have now risen to more than 17 trillion. These are bonds that have a negative yield. In other words, if you go into a bank and say, here's 100,000, what interest rate will you pay me? And they'll say, well, 1%. No, these bonds are now paying less than zero. So you're, almost, you're paying them to keep your money in those bonds. That's called a negative yielding bond. And in some countries, you can get a negative yielding mortgage where some uh, bank will pay you to have a mortgage. I'd like one of those, but I, I can never find them down the high street where a lender will pay me to have a mortgage. So 
those are negative yielding bonds. So when there's too many of them around, for some reason, it's not good. I, I'm not an economist, but I can see there's trouble, uh, trouble at mill, trouble brewing here. Then this afternoon in the evening, standard business news. I was in London today, picked up the standard here. They're talking about JP Morgan, one of the oldest sort of merchant banks. They've been putting out a gloomy prediction of, of what's going to happen to banks. And that's why the shares in major banks has fallen today. Now, I've previously talked about the inverted yield curve, where again on bonds. Now, bonds, are, I've explained what they are in, in, in other word for the day episodes. But a bond is basically a type of loan, really, that you would give to a government. So a government would ask for money and you lend them the money in, and they issue a bond and they pay an interest on that. Now, normally, if you go into a bank and say, what will you pay me on, a, on an account that's instant access? They'll say, well, we'll pay you maybe 1%. Then you say, right, what if I tied up for a year? They might pay you 1.5%. What if I tied up for 10 years? They say, oh, 10 years. We'll keep your money for 10 years. We'll give you 2%. Now, you'd expect that would be the same in bonds. But no, what's happening now is that the longer term 10-year bonds are yielding less than short-term bonds, which doesn't make sense. Why would you give less money for a long-term loan than, than you do for a short-term? It doesn't make sense. So and when that happens... This always precedes a recession. So that, that's just fact. That's not me giving you doom and gloom here. Now, also, just look at the typical things around you. Property prices are slowing despite low interest rates and a shortage of housing in the UK. Smart money is moving into safe havens such as gold and silver. Almost 3,000 shops have closed in 2019, the first half of 2019. And look, large companies around you are going under. Debenhams, high street, big chains all going down. Thomas Cook, just gone bust. And these are putting thousands of people out of work. Apart from the money that's lost, thousands of people are out of work. What are they doing? They're not producing, not paying taxes. They're probably claiming benefits and looking for some support there. So, you know, I don't want to be a doom and gloom monger, but I think the signs are showing that we are due for a recession. It's a cyclical thing. It won't last forever, but you've got to be prepared for it. And as I keep saying, you know, my book, Yes, money can buy you happiness. Don't get caught with your pants down in a recession. Don't get caught with too many loans and consumer debts. Make sure that you're ready and prepared if and when this recession comes, because it will come eventually. OK, now the word of the day, I thought I would cover the definition of a recession because we, we talked about what is a recession. Now, in economic terms, a recession is a business cycle of contraction. You know, things are contracting uh, where there's a general decline in economic activity. Well, I think we can see that now, can't we? There's a lot. There is a general decline in economic activity. Uh, recessions generally occur when there is a widespread drop in spending. Now, although consumer debt is high up, we can see there is a drop in spending, and maybe more people are shopping online. But certainly, shops and restaurants are closing down. We can see that. That's that's a fact. And then officially, a country is is deemed to be in recession after a period of general economic decline, defined usually as a contraction in the GDP gross domestic product for the six months or two consecutive quarters or longer. I think we look at two or three consecutive quarters, then we would say that country is in recession. Germany is slowing down as well. And, uh, you know, you, you look at things around this unemployment, stagnant wages, which we had for about 10 years now, a fall in retail sales. A recession generally does not last longer than a year but it could last longer. If it does, it could be seen as a depression. We've also seen property prices slowing down, haven't we? So look at that. Just look around you. Now, 
have a look at my book yes money can buy you happiness it will show you how to make money how to manage your money and how to be happy about money in general so you can look at more stuff like this on my website moneytipsdaily.com where i'll put a transcript of this up there as well and uh you know i've covered things like should you be buying gold a lot of money people are buying gold which is seen as a safe haven uh, when the stock market is a bit rocky i certainly wouldn't be putting my money into a stock market or a unit trust or any fund that invests in the stock market so there you go that's a quick episode thanks for listening and bye for now uh, have a great day thank you for listening to money tips for more tips and information visit moneytipsdaily.com The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 